0: Let's uh, talk to Rupert Bell, Talk TV's Royal Correspondent, he joins us. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Um, quiet weekend, Go up to March? <laughs> uh,
1: well, Saturday, then I spent a couple of days in a muddy field in Gloucestershire watching some horse trials. I was so, going to uh,
0: say, less of your personal life there, please, Rupert. <laughs> yeah,
1: but anyway, no, but I kept a watching brief on other events, Lovely. and um, so clearly um, it's been a frenetic and... Uh, And actually hearing what graham smith i I was obviously outside methodist hall so it was quite difficult for me i never really would have seen didn't really see the crowds because i was in a sort of it, it was a bit isolated from the crowds but i did walk through them afterwards and they were there was lots of good natured but Clearly, in retrospect, it does feel heavy-handed. And I think yep. the king probably, in retrospect, might be thinking, you know, we didn't need this. Because actually, once again, the focus has been diverted away from actually the, yep. the pageantry and the celebration. And, and, the- they,
0: and apparently, the uh, w- Republic have had a whole load of extra donations and people joining because people are angry about this. I mean, this is the crazy thing. They should, you know, the protest went off anyway. They should have allowed the protest. The police should have, you know, taken action. It's quite clear, I agree with Graham Smith, that this was a premier meditated decision. It, it almost undoubtedly had uh, had political uh, direction. And, and uh, you know, questions need to be asked. There are going to be legal repercussions for this, and quite rightly, because people do have a, a, a right to, to legal, peaceful protest. Not to block roads. Anyone disrupting the actual coronation, I think, absolutely should have been prevented from doing so uh, and arrested at any moment that that was clear. But this is a very different thing. No question at all. The whole event off went off superbly. The only glitch, we're told, was Kate and William... Arriving a little bit later than they should have, and the, the king having to wait for a few moments. I mean, if that was your only glitch, an event like that, it was absolutely stunning to watch. Wonderful pageantry, fantastic events over the weekend. The Windsor uh, concert, again, a great success. Looked fantastic, sounded fantastic. Um, and again, the the, the volunteering um, um, events yesterday and the street parties. I mean, it was a really lovely weekend of sort of the country coming together and showcasing ourselves to the world, despite the weather, which I think we did. We all very well. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of where we go forward now, is, is, are the royals going to be having a little bit of quiet time now? Do they get a bit of a break from wearing the heavy crowns and shaking hands every three seconds?
1: Um, I, I imagine the king might just be letting the air out of the balloon and relaxing, <laughs> maybe in Highgrave. I mean, he went there on Saturday night, um, because, which is near where I was, and, badminton just to sort of before he went back to windsor because that is his sort of place he can wander around his garden and just sort yeah. of chill out and i think he probably might want to Bearing in might he is 74 his yeah. wife the queen is 75 so it was a a full-on emotional weekend for him more than anything else because finally he has been crowned king of this country but clearly he will be frustrated with the fallout and frustrated with other headlines that are around this morning about what he has done over well, recent months
0: let's talk let's talk about that headline it's the headline about um, Boris Johnson and, and uh and then Prince Charles having a bust up over the government's Rwanda scheme uh, and it's claimed by Guito Harry who is a Downing Street uh, um uh, chief uh, Communications chief um, for the the Prime Minister uh, then, as then was Boris Johnson that an extraordinary The Prime Minister at the time rounded on the Prince of Wales and warned him against interfering in politics.
1: Yeah, well this is, we've talked about this before and about how can the King restrain himself from getting involved in um, overtly political matters and actually being seen to have a strong opinion. You never heard the Queen ever have an opinion in public. Okay, things would occasionally leap out. You remember around the Scottish referendum, there was a few things and various other things that would suddenly appear. But to suggest they had a full-on row, now clearly if you look at the dynamics of the two individuals they're they're fairly different um so i imagine there might be personality clashes but if you the article and boris johnson's current team are saying no this never happened on the way that it's being reported and that yes they may have discussed it but it actually highlights because remember the queen was still alive there and he was basically representing the queen at this commonwealth summit in rwanda so therefore it's probably a learning curve for him that he just needs to go in under the radar and not put his head uh, and a allow learning a learning curve to... I
0: mean not not in your not in your mid 70s but what's interesting mm. this is all sort of secondhand this is Gieta Harry mm. saying this is what the then Prime Minister told him about what he had told uh, now King but then Prince Charles the reality is I mean, can we 100 percent trust Boris Johnson's version of events um I mean some of the claims that have been made you know since for Boris Johnson things that like, you know are these things verifiable or not so we don't know but we do know that, that King Charles has form as Prince of Wales in giving his tuppets worth on things, and we're certainly, even on the uh, the concert on uh, Windsor on Sunday night, there was a lot of uh, a lot of talk about the you know the, the green agenda, Prince William in his speech, and again, that is very politicized now, but if everyone could pretend it 's not, it is when people can 't pay their energy bills and we have blackouts, the net zero. Uh, policy the green agenda is absolutely going to be foremost number one big uh, policy debate in this country and the king we know which side he's on, on it well it's all right for somebody who can pay his bills and can uh, put his make make his fast cars run on side or whatever it is he's done with his Lamborghini but for most people they don't have access to ten different palaces and they don't have servants and they can't pay their bills
1: well, and that is the fine line, and, and, and Prince William uh, has also got to make sure that mm. he has got to be careful because he's got the Earthshot Prize, and he has been very forthright—not necessarily in his view, but actually what he's trying to encourage—and the Earthshot Prize seems very well intentioned because it's not just about in this country; it's on a global scale. But once you've seen, uh, and you know, it will give ammunition to the Republican movement if he's seen to be political, because then you're opening the door for actually saying, well, what do we need? A more political Mm -hmm. head of state rather than just the institution of the monarchy and, and
0: that is the key thing that most people love the monarchy for for being above politics above that political phrase oh i don't want you know uh president tony blair or president jeremy Corbyn. i don't want a failed politician i want to have someone you know who's there for you know for life who's going to do the job and represent the country uh, and not and not be a source of you know of of, of this dispute between the uh, people in the country and that's such an important part of that role well, something that the queen did effortlessly for 70 years on the throne but i wonder again is that a different time in terms of the willingness to criticize and question king charles and previously prince charles is going to be very different from the the way that the queen was treated and indeed the way the queen behaved over the years
1: Uh, i think you're absolutely right and actually we're seeing it already the the countries who are already wanting to break away Uh, some of the caribbean countries they waited until the queen died So you can see the influence she had. It was almost out of respect. But it is a change of attack in every sense of the word. And so everyone has to look at it. And that's always going to be the king's problem. How does he navigate through this new era when everyone has been mightily respectful of the queen, 70 years on our throne? We've now got a guy who's into, what, seven or eight months, nine months into his tenure as our monarch, and he has got to learn and look he's accepting of countries if they want to change and back away he's not going to make any fuss about it but he knows that everyone is analyzing his every move in an era where you know everyone is there up popping giving quotes about something um you know including Guterres. you know reacting in his position as as he was the former communications secretary so it's very hard for the king but he basically has to learn how to just, less is more, just basically go, lovely to meet you, and leave <laughs> it at that.
0: And what do you do? <laughs> Rupert Bell, thank you very much, Dede. <laughs>